Brisbane Wakes Up with Steph, Abby and Matt on B105. What's up? Hi. Hi. What's going on? Well, we had sort of a storm midway through the show today, didn't we? Yes, it's still raining out there as we record this too. Yes, uh, if you're listening from somewhere else, Brisbane is still suffering from a weather event, a rain bomb. Have we made the news overseas yet? You know how it's like this. Have we? Pops up over in America. Yep, we have. But wait, actual flood stories or here's a snake and a rat and a frog saving Ah, each other? Ah, yeah. Oh, no, no, flood things. Because I always get a lot of calls from um, friends interstate and messages from people overseas. And Mm. that's not the saying that it hasn't been ridiculously bad, but the, the when you do the vision of it, mm. they presume that everything is flooded. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, America, they just think, you know, that would be saying Australia, all of Australia is underwater. Mm. You can see here. Um, Heading to Brisbane, Australia. Yeah, from Melbourne. Melbourne. Sydney. Canberra. <laughs> and, of course, the danger here is that all the venomous creatures have been displaced, so there's spiders and snakes and... Cassowaries drop, drop, drop bears. The problem is sometimes it's true. It's all true. <laughs> where uh, where have we made it? Yeah, where have you seen this? Oh, us? my friend was over in America. Mm. Yeah, but he watches a lot of different news. He's the... Uh, where is he at the moment? Is he LA? Chicago. Mm, He's doing good. a podcast, actually. <sighs> Chicago. So we're on the air in Chicago, so you'd think it'd be everywhere else then. Mm. Mm. Well, it depends what you watch. Yeah. There's so many networks. Mm. Um. Yeah, over there. Mm. Well, yeah, it'd be good to know if we're in Texas. You well, want to be in know. Texas? Oh, yeah, it'd just be cool. Why? Texas. I don't know. Well, you what know, in every news... Yellowstone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're going to make it. Montana. That's Montana. <laughs> it's Montana. I, I don't even know where Montana is. No, um, but... No, well, Texas is like... I always figure those areas are so just about themselves. Yeah. Like, you know, those like... America in, in, those in, in pa- general. Parts, like LA and New York mm. and that, they're, prob- they're a bit more open to the world, but yeah. you get those, those areas in America where it's like, if it's not in their town, they've got, a, you know, like a little country town has their own news service and yeah. anything out of there, they don't care. Yeah. Well, this, uh, this is a stat. Uh, I think it's like something like 6% of Americans have a passport. No way. Well, they don't need to leave. You want to ski, you go to Colorado. You want to yeah. go to the beach, you go to Hawaii. You want to go 6% to the... Six percent's quite low, though. That's why I'm saying. Not Are very many sure of them. Are you sure that's accurate? Have a... Not, not, not at all. <laughs> <laughs> what percentage are you accurate? 100%. <laughs> nice, nice delivery there. You really thought you were going to back yourself. <laughs> you just it's like no, 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 no. But you think six percent of three hundred and thirty-three million is a oh, lot? It's still a lot of people. people. And but the also thing I would also say is um, from my travelling to America, lovely people when they're in their own country. But the ones that t- do choose to travel are the stereotypical loudmouth. Hawaiian shirt wearing, speak louder to someone if they don't oh, speak your language. A bum bag. Mm. When I was in Mexico, I found it really uncomfortable how... Many uh, Mexicans there were? <laughs> no, how demanding a lot of the Americans were. Yeah. They yeah. were quite rude to staff and I was very like, oh my God, they must dislike them immensely. And then I realised, no, they dislike us immensely because even though we may have manners, we don't tip the same way Americans do. Ah, yeah. Oh, and yeah. for them, they love Americans over there. It's just, that's the norm. Yeah. Um, a third is the, what I'm reading here, but that doesn't mean it's <laughs> true. Well, there's a One question. One third of a hundred, six percent. The BBC are asking the question back in 2018, <laughs> is it true only 10% of Americans have there passports? Mm-hmm. But then um, there's another one here that says um, on yougov.com, which might be an American thing, only one third of Americans have a valid US passport. What, what, what would be the Australian one? And uh, 64% of Americans have never left the US. 
Which makes sense. Wow. Mm. Um, only a third of American adults say they have a valid um, and unexpired US passport, 37%. Mine's expired, actually, at the moment. Is it? Yeah. You really should get an extension on it. We shouldn't have to pay. That's to what get, I was saying throughout it. It should be like, hey, it's a little bit of a nicety because mm. everyone's expired. They haven't been able to travel for so long. And there you go, 57 Where does the money from passports go? Uh, don't, don't make know. it up. I would think I'll look it up. Okay, sure. <laughs> um, sorry, what was that question? What do, where do the expired passports go? Oh, where does the money from passports go? Oh. You know how a lot of people go... Interest into the government, maybe? It's like... Yeah, I know, but... Mm, mm. Where, where does any of our money we give the government Well, they go? tell you, when your tax return comes, most of it will go on to benefits. Yeah, do you believe that? Yeah, they because well, it's public knowledge. <laughs> they give a breakdown for it. Yeah, it's like a lot of people think that it goes on roads, and it doesn't. That's a lot of the council money, so that's why it's all different. It's good to know where the money goes. Mm. That's why I always think it wouldn't be a great different concept if you can vote where your tax goes. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I'm going to pay my taxes, but I want it to be spent here, yeah. here, on this yeah. road that's got a pothole. A hundred, yeah. Well, no, that, that's the council. Don't yeah. forget, that's your council rate. Right? Give my tax money. to the council to fix yeah. the potholes. Mm. Okay. Yeah. I, would, I would try and somehow just like write down the bottom, I don't accept any of these. There's a guy in Oxley um, who I think <laughs> he'd really appreciate this. <laughs> Uh, hey, in the middle of the podcast today, guys, three answers as well uh, for Alpha Bucks. Let's roll it. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Can you make a hotline ring? You can ask us anything. 131060 is our number. You can call and talk about anything you want. We are speaking with George Ezra yeah. uh, coming up this morning, and we're saying that he's got chicken pox. And that, well, it is like quite severe. Mm. And we're like, that's very much a childhood thing that we used to have in the 80s and 90s. So you want to know, does anyone have <laughs> that as an adult? Well, well, it seems like you're an adult with a children's sort of illness, you know what I mean? What? Like if an adult mm. with hand, foot and mouth, which is usually going through Can't daycare. Can't come to work today, I've got slap cheek. Yeah, you know. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I got croup. Yeah. <laughs> I get that a lot. Actually. Sorry, I pooped you myself. All right, okay, sorry. All right. <laughs> Hi, you're on the air. Hello. Hi, what's your story? I actually had shingles at the start of the year. <sighs> shingles is supposed to be so painful, and that's what you get if you've had chicken pox before. Yes. Mm. Okay, so what are they? Are they still red sores like chicken pox, or what do they look like? Yeah, they, they start out like that, and then they blister up, and then it just goes away like chicken pox. Mm, but it's real painful while you've got it. It's normally around, it a band around your waist too, isn't it? It, it only spread a little bit to the back, but mm. not like a full band. It was only, yeah, it mm. was only little. It's a weird virus as well because you have to have had chicken, chicken pox, pox to have shingles. Yeah. But if you come in contact with someone that has shingles mm. and you've never had chicken pox, mm-hmm. you can get chicken pox. Yeah. Yeah. So strange. <laughs> who, strange. Who gave it to you? I don't actually know. I think it was stress-related. Oh, it can reenact. Yeah. You don't have to have in contact with it. Oh, it can actually reenact really? in your body if you mm. get too stressed. Yeah. Well, that's a work cover yeah. claim. Work stressed you out. You've got shingles. <laughs> now you should oh, get yeah. paid. Pay. I love it. Good I, work. I tell you what, though. Uh, chickens must have a great PR manager because bats will never recover from this. But chicken chickens seem to just, I mean, we still eat them. Why is it called the chicken pox? I think it came from them, didn't it? I thought it was something to do with the spots. What came like first, the, the chicken, chicken or the pox? pox? You know, that's the great question. <laughs> <laughs> Alicia, what's happening in your place? Um, we're currently in the middle of a storm out at Bell Bowery, so it's absolutely bucketing down. Is it? it is mm. 
just like deja vu. Oh, no. It, it doesn't feel the same, does it? You know, because you know how destructive it has been all over the city. So every time it's a storm now, it's like, no. Is there any, yep. is there any hail? Not yet, and fingers crossed there won't be. Um, but I feel for everyone over in uh, Maddie's area. Mm. Uh, we went through exactly what he's going through in 2011, and uh, it's just really surreal to be on the other side from that. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. we think... were we were like left out this time, like we were saved, mm. and you guys just got absolutely smashed, and it's just really bizarre. Yeah, and Logan's getting smashed currently. Yeah, well, thinking of everyone out there, stay safe. Um, and uh, I'm sure they're, they're saying this one won't be as bad. So mm. fingers crossed, they're right on that. Uh, thanks for your call, Alicia. All right, Kim in Springwood. It's first calls time. What would you like to chat about? Hey, I've got a cafe in Albion just off Sandgate Road. Mm. So I had a meter of water through the cafe, um, but we've been in cleaning, and so many people have come through and helped. Oh, Kim. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, sorry. That's all right, Kim. It's yeah, quite a... It's, it's, community it's, spirit's amazing. Like, people that are just walking in off the road just to come and play in the mud with us. Yeah. yeah. What What about the shop? Like, all the fridges and all that? Was anything able uh, to be saved? Oh, but a fridge technician coming in today to have a look. <laughs> yeah. 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 It is. It, and, Kim, I'm sure you would have seen it through the clean-up. I saw it yesterday around Oxley. The people who weren't cleaning, there was just strangers walking through the street and they had made sandwiches and they were giving out sandwiches. There was a guy with a box of chocolates going, who wants a chocolate? Every time you turned around, there was someone there with water or something. And someone to help, yep. yeah. It just, you know, it, with everything that's happened, hey, in the last couple of years, it makes you go, wow, humanity is actually still alive and well. Yeah, we're across from the National Cricket Centre and all their staff came over and, and helped. Mm. Just, yeah, it's amazing. What's the name of your cafe again? Uh, it's Cafe at Albion Art Hub. All right. All so right. when you're up and running, everyone will have to go and get lunch, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Good on you. Thanks for calling, Thanks, Kim. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Adrian Schrinner is Brisbane's 17th Lord Mayor. Adrian, good morning. Uh, no doubt you got a little bit... I haven't heard that one before. Oh, you, you like it? Yeah, I don't know. I'm not really sure, mate. I remember, I remember a couple of years ago, remember, Matty was like, can we call you Shinzo? Shrinzo? And you're like, yeah, that's it. You're like, no, no, you can't. So sorry. Shrinalicious. Lord... Yeah, you you got... can call me whatever you like. Okay, yeah. thank you. Oh, he's he's over down. it now. He's over it. He's calm like, down, I'm going to get on with the job. I don't have time for you. Oh, be careful what you wish for there. <laughs> how, how are you feeling with the storms right now? Because we were saying about after all the rain that we've got, everyone gets really nervous, where previously it would just be like, oh, it's just a storm. Yeah, oh, look, that's the thing. Right right now, everyone's looking at the, the, the bomb app and, and the forecast and thinking what is going to happen next. And so, look, you know, it's, it's one of those things that seems to be a moving piece of some thunderstorms coming. But, you know, it, it looks at this stage, uh, and I hope I'm not wrong, mm. that it's going to be short, sharp bursts. Okay. Um, so, you know, the cleanup's going to continue. So, mm. yep, we, uh, we'll get a bit wet. Um, there might be a few interruptions, but there's so much work to be done. Yeah, the, the Mud Army 2.0, if you haven't registered for it, it's still time. And... Um yeah, so you, you, we believe that you're looking for people to do the clean-up. There's a lot of furniture that needs to be removed and wiped down. 
at the moment. That's what we got the email about <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, yeah. De- well, definitely. It's ba- it's basically about helping people to get things onto the curbside so that okay. we can collect them and take them away. Mm. Uh, and also, you know, with the brooms and shovels to get rid of the mud and other debris. And so, you know, that's the thing where we're gearing up now. We've got... Uh, Eleven thousand registrations through our system. Mm-hmm. Um, if, you know, we can we can see that number rising literally by the hour, which is great. Uh, but we do need more help. We're gearing up with the vanguard of the the official mud army today. So the advance guard is is getting out there. Mm-hmm. There's also been and and look, everyone's seen this. There's been the unofficial mud army, which is basically neighbours helping neighbours, friends and family helping friends and family. Um, so that that's obviously continued to go on. But this is. This is about filling those gaps. So there are people that just don't have the help, uh, and this is about making sure people from all over Brisbane can come together and, and we can direct the help to where it's needed the most and fill those gaps. It was like that out at Oxley uh, yesterday. My mum's street finally, all the water receded, and um, it was a hive of activity out there. And it was like once one person finished what they were doing, then they go over to the neighbour, and then you go across the road and, mm. and sort of... Um, we were talking yesterday about how you actually this. Some people have met their neighbours mm. through this. Yeah, yeah. Look, I was in a street yesterday morning, and li- and literally the entire street, um, you know, was just that they were in touch with each other. They were helping each other out, knowing what each other needed, and you know that's the sense of community here in Brisbane. Mm. But like I said, we you know there's some gaps. There's some areas where they might not have um, friends or family in Brisbane. Uh, no one to help them at this point in time, and that's where the official mud army comes in, gearing up to fill those gaps, like I said. Uh, so we're, we're kicking off today. We're going to have three different marshalling points. There'll be one at the RNA at Bowen Hills. There'll be one at QE2 Stadium or QSAC at Nathan, and then another one at Mount Cooter. And so we'll be we're gearing up from today, and then there's going to be a massive weekend. So mm. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, out there in force, making sure we help at the right areas. It's been interesting to see where the requests are coming in. Um, And, you know, you can see the devastation at places like Rockley, uh, Fairfield, St Lucia, Windsor, New Farm, Graceful. You know, there's so many areas that have been impacted right across the city. Mm. And uh, so, you know, if if your listeners haven't signed up for the Mud Army yet, Brisbane City Council website, you can sign up to help and you can sign up to get help as well. So if you're one of those people that, hasn't had a lot of help or needs some extra help, uh, please let us know so we can direct the support in your way. And is there, um, like, things you should take with you when you go to volunteer, like a, pack your gloves and your boots and all that sort of stuff so you can rock up and get ready yeah, to Yeah, look, go? it's um, gumboots are one of those things you'll definitely need. Um, gloves, uh, we'll, we'll have some gloves on hand as well, but if, if you've got your own that are more comfortable or no that, pun that intended. you like, bring them along. Sunscreen. Mm. Uh, also bring a, sang- a sanger as well, yeah. but um, you know, yeah, we'll, we'll be we'll be providing uh, certain things. But um, if you've got stuff at home like shovels and brooms, uh, bring it along. Mm-hmm. It'll be a huge help. Well, good on you, mate. You've done an amazing job. Um, let's hope that these storms hold off and don't cause too much damage, um, and um, we can get through this. And, and hopefully, this time next week will be very different look around the city. Yeah, that's right. You, you know, you can see it little bit by little bit. Um, areas just starting to get cleaned up a little bit. You know, when a street reopens after the flooding and, you know, it's, it gets cleaned and, and reopened to traffic, you know, when a business uh, cleans out their material, um, you know, there's, there's little 
signs of hope all the way across the city happening now, but there's still a massive amount to do. Good on you. There he is, Adrian Schrenner, Lord Mayor of Brisbane. The city happening now, but there's still a massive amount to do. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. This is George Ezra. Give me one He's back, brand new single, it is good, we love it, George Ezra, good morning. Hello, how are you? Oh, we're good, more importantly we have to ask how your health is, we uh, we saw that you had the chicken pox recently. I mean Matt, do you know what, I spoke to a journalist yesterday and they said look, I hope you don't mind me saying, but adult chicken pox, well... It's very George Ezra, isn't it? And I was like, yeah, cheers, dude. <laughs> well, Thanks, I felt, I felt bad because we were looking, talking about it yesterday and we were saying, you know, it's, it seems very 80s because a lot of people had it as a kid, but you, you hadn't had it? No, I never had it as a kid. And you kind of hear that the older you get, the worse it gets. Yeah. But, but, but I mean, when you say you hear that, it's not like people are chatting about it in pubs, <laughs> but, you know, occasionally you do hear that. Um, and, yeah, I, I kind of... Should I get into it? I don't know. Two weeks ago, wasn't feeling great, and then I'd like one or two blemishes, and then within an hour, they'd like multiplied massively. And I mean, next time I see you in person, I'll show you some pictures because it's pretty gnarly. Okay. gnarly did, okay. did your mum make all your cousins come for a sleepover so everyone got it at once and that was it, it was done with? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I did, I did put a call out. I had one friend who was like, Who have you been knocking around with? I was like, Please leave me alone. I'm not feeling good anyway. <laughs> Oh, what what is the answer um, to that then? Hey? <laughs> well, exactly. Well, apparently, I mean, because it's it's like related to shingles. Yeah. yeah. And if you can get it off people with shingles. Yeah. Um, so there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There's a bit of layman's kind of health knowledge there for you. How will that affect? Uh, probably won't, because it's a fair way out. But you're going to be performing at the Queen's uh, Platinum Jubilee party at Buckingham Palace. That's not till June, so you should be sweet, right? Yeah, I'll be good by then, and. Just what an amazing thing. Do you know what? I kind of, I forget, because obviously I know a little bit in advance that these things are happening mm. to the kind of announcement. You'd hope so anyway, wouldn't you? You'd hope that <laughs> I don't like, turn on the radio and go, what, I'm playing what? <laughs> Sometimes. But, like, you, you forget that it's been announced, and it is. It's incredible. It's like really pinch yourself moment already, yeah. Did you care about her health before it was announced you were playing at a gig in June? Stop. Or? <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Yeah. yeah. Have you have you like, checked on, in Queenie. on her? Yeah. No, well, she's on. she's okay now. She had to cancel things because she got COVID, right? Mm. It would have been yeah. playing at the funeral then. Stop. Hey. Don't say anything, George. Don't, no, 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 no. We understand. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, how do, who asks you to? Like, what's the process of getting asked to do that? Um. I mean, is this an opportunity to like make something up? Like, I've yes. got she's got me on speed dial. Mm-hmm. Which was I've been, I've been having to put her off for a long time. I've been I know the, yeah. the queen. So happened. The yeah. queen wouldn't pick you, but I'm sure that they oh, would. Hey, you don't they, know that. they would give her some suggestions. Surely, you know, just not anyone. It, she'd have to like your music. Well, uh, yeah, I, I think it's. I don't know how does it go about. I mean, I just hear from. I, do you know what it is? They, mm. the, Prince William and Kate hosted a kind of carols thing this Christmas mm-hmm. in London. And um, I went along to that just as a punter, you know? Like, I, I was kind of... 
able to go along to that. So I wonder if that got the ball rolling. I don't know, mm. but it feels good regardless of how it came around. It feels good. I think you can always tell that she doesn't have a big hand in it because I love, um, I'm from Britain myself and one of my traditions is sitting down watching the Royal Variety performance uh, around Christmas time. And there's always those risky ones where you're like, oh, they got Jimmy Carr? How's the Queen going to react to that sort of gear? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Stuff like, do you remember the um, 2012 Olympics in London where they, like, pretended that she had jumped out of a helicopter? <laughs> yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, it was like, great. She's, like, she's, she's up for it, isn't she? Yeah. She's up for a laugh. Yeah. I mean, it's good. It's good. I think, didn't James Blunt do something last time? He was on one of the horse guards? Maybe. Mm. It was memorable. I don't know. Mm. Yeah, yes. <laughs> so memorable. Um, did you, I know that you were, with your chicken pox, I know that you were actually had to cancel some some things and you were looking so forward to it because it's been, I guess, a few years since you've been able to perform live. Yeah, the whole kind of, the pandemic coincided with us coming off tour. Mm. And so we were fortunate in that there was nothing public that we had to reschedule, cancel or anything. Because remember at the beginning when we didn't know just how long it was going to go on for, yeah. how severe it was going to be. People were like kicking things down the road by like a month. Mm. You know, they were saying, I'm so mm. sorry about this, we'll be back in a month. And of course that couldn't happen. And this is part of why the chicken pox thing is such a slap in the face, because it's like I've managed to dodge the most fashionable virus in my <laughs> lifetime for two years <laughs> yeah. and have nothing going on. And then this comes along. And, then, and you're also aware of the fact that it's not just that people have bought the ticket. For the most part, people don't live in the city. So it's like the traveling, the mm. babysitter, the dinner, the hotel, the everything mm. that comes with it. And before you know it, your show is a small part of their evening. And it's a, it's a headache for everyone. So you don't want to do it. And then there's the selfish side of it, which is, I want to play. Yeah. You know, like that, that's the thing. It's, it's the, at different times we do different things so it's writing and then there's recording there's the promotion and things like that but the thing i love is the the performing that's the reason we do it i mm. think um so yeah gutted is the word uh you live in london uh i live uh no i live just outside of london uh where i grew up What's it like, I guess, being um, in Europe at the moment with what's happening? I know, you know, you're quite far from everything with Ukraine and Russia, but is it, I mean, is everyone a little, would be quite on edge and a bit worried about what's going on there? I I mean, I can't, it's hard to gauge at the minute. I I don't, I haven't sensed any on edge Mm. anything kicking off here, but I think there is an on edge of knowing that, your neighbours are going through something and not quite knowing how it's going to unfold or what the answer is. Mm. And I think that's natural, isn't it? Is that you you would hope that you were able to provide some kind of answer. But no one can. I, I mean, how do you... What happens next? I don't know. Yeah. It feels um, very helpless. So I wouldn't say... That. Yeah, it does. That's exactly it. That's it. It's like the helpless and... I know this is not... Again, this isn't helpful. You just feel... Bad. You feel sorry for the situation. So no, I don't think anyone feels on edge here right now. But I think it's more uh, um, uh, empathising. Yeah, is that the word? Have I pronounced yeah. that wrong? Yeah, no, yeah. empathising. Empathising. Yeah, yeah. Felt, felt yeah. weird. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. All good. All good. <laughs> I, and, um, a lot, doesn't it? Yeah. Your album as well, Gold Rush Kid, uh, brand new studio album. June 10 is when we're going to be able to go buy that. Yeah, man. And like that, that's the, the whole thing is 
exciting because, you know, like talking about the Platinum Jubilee, that's as a result of releasing music and you release a single, then a video, then shows, then and it all ties in. And, and then it, in the middle of all of that is the album. So that's mm. the, the real thing to work towards. And so, yeah, June 10th. June 10th. And your, I must say, your music videos are always really good. Ah, thank you, dude. Yeah, he doesn't really normally say that to find them. <laughs> yeah, I find like I, I find them quite. Uh, they're not my favourite thing to do because I, they're always so intricate. I don't know. I feel out of my comfort zone whenever mm. we're doing them. But mm. I, yeah, I, I, thank you. That's that's kind of you. Can you dance without a guitar? <laughs> no, that's a genuine conversation <laughs> that regularly comes up. It's yeah. Like, do you think? Um, we could lose the guitar for this one. I'm like, nah. no, because no, you can tell, like, uh, <laughs> you can tell like there's like you, Ed Sheeran's very similar. You know, you're pl- always playing your guitar and they're very comfortable. But sometimes, you know, musicians, you take that guitar away from them and you don't know what to do with your hands. Do you know what? I spoke to someone recently. I met someone and they were talking about how they'd recently started performing without a piano or guitar. And she said the most amazing thing is you. D- it's amazing how how much you think you have to move compared to what you actually need to. You don't mm. need to go mad. You mm. know, it's, the, it's the, delivering the songs the important bit, which I think is a good bit of advice. But I've never done it. Yeah. Um, I think I had to once for a Christmas performance with an orchestra, and I felt... I didn't like it, man. <laughs> well, you can move. It's always the question is that what do you do with your hands? Because yeah. your hips can always go, and your hips always yeah. go when you're playing the guitar anyway. But then all of a sudden it's like you don't want to do too much... Hand movement, because then you're a boy band. Finger guns. I know. And if, yeah, if you'd like hold on to the mic stand as well, it's just a giveaway that you're cacking it. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it doesn't like, you can make it look, you can, in your head, you think it looks like you're having a moment in the song. It doesn't. It just looks like you're terrified. Yeah. Oh, this is relaxed. People think I'm relaxed. I'm relaxed. Uh, I know that it's too hard to think of uh, at the moment with so many cancellations, but is there any plans to tour overseas and come to Australia? Ah, yeah, this is the bit where I have to do the kind of annoying, coy artist thing where you're like, can't say too much, can't give too much away. <laughs> uh, but, yes, yeah, what I do know is that the diary looks busy and yeah. we're going here, there and everywhere and I can't wait. All right, well, wait, there you go. Isn't right. the deal that we just announce it and you have to come the same way as they do the with Queen the Queen does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Well, yeah. we're looking forward to it. Um, the Australian tour of George Ezra. It's Confirmed. the no, no guitar tour. Um, first time you're ever going to see him dance with the on Queen. stage. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, your latest yeah. single. O- opening act. Yeah. <laughs> your latest single, Anyone For You. It's out now. June 10, the album Gold Rush Kid. Um, we love talking to you. You're always a good time. Thank you so much. Not at all. Thank you, guys, and have a lovely day. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. We always know it's that, you know, make sure your bags are packed when you, you know, your baby's due mm-hmm. so that you can get to the do hospital. A test runs I love the drive. it. I love it when they do that, you know, work mm. out what's the best way to take and everything is set. Mm. And then the floods happen <laughs> and everyone's like, do you have a kayak? Mm-hmm. That, that's probably what will happen now. The martyr will say to you, um, you remember, <laughs> have the baby seat ready to go, mm. buy yourself a stand up paddle board. <laughs> Anything's possible. Yeah, that happened to Felicity and Alex. First off, uh, congratulations on the new bubs. Thanks, guys. Alex here. And, uh, yeah, definitely wasn't part of our dry runs to the hospital having to jump in a boat. No, there's no dry run available, was there? <laughs> Literally, yeah, mm. exactly. So where, where were you trapped at? 
we were at my folks having lunch on Saturday um, and uh, looked down over the balcony a few hours later and uh, the cars were submerged and um, we we hung around there for a, for a few days until eventually we lost power and uh, decided we had to evacuate, mm-hmm. jumped out into an SES boat and um, it's lucky we did because Felicity went into labour just a few hours later. Wow. Uh, so, so you'd already gotten out by the SES and you were going to your house... Yeah, so we went to a hotel. We couldn't get to, to Felicity in my home, yep. so we uh, we went to a hotel as near as we could to the Marta, where um, where we were going to have birth. We didn't think it would be so soon, but uh, <laughs> it was only a couple of hours later oh, that we got wow. back in the car and welcomed a new baby boy, Andrew. Oh, well, congratulations. How's, how's mum going? She's going great, yeah, the real star of the story. Mm-hmm. Um, she's, she's recovering well and uh, is just an absolute hero, as I'm sure you can imagine. Yeah. Um, and Bub is doing well uh, as well. Because I imagine it'd be really hard to tell if your water's broken this weather. <laughs> <laughs> Look, without getting into too much detail, we knew when that happened. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> uh, gotcha. Thanks for putting him in his yeah. <laughs> So we're... And then I guess there's that whole thing as well for the parents who you just had lunch with. Did they come out with you or did they stay at their place? Because, you know, grandparents want to see the baby as soon as they possibly can. Yeah, absolutely. They No, they, they did evacuate with us. Okay. They, they did the eight flight eight stories, eight flights of stairs with, with Felicity, wow. um, who... I, waddled down the stairs. Well, that's the thing that... Way. That's exactly what I kept reading, just going, no way, because obviously, you know, no lifts and all that were working, so it was eight flights of stairs that she had to walk down to the boat. Yep, exactly right, and then a, a couple of kilometres on, on foot to uh, some waiting transport with everything flooded in the way it was, so... Um, and uh, <laughs> while carrying our two-year-old, just by the way, so oh. she really is a hero. Oh, wow. wow. I tell you what, um, how do you think it would have gone if you were still in there and she went into to labour, how much of this would be your fault, Alex? Oh, every single bit of it. If I had to be down there pulling the pulling the baby out, I don't know if I'd be talking to you today. <laughs> I'm so glad we got out. I hope it was her idea to go to lunch. Unfortunately, my idea. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Good one. <laughs> Never admit that, though, Alex. It's always, babe, I'm, I'm sure we agree on mum it. and dad. Yeah. We, um... We, we agreed uh, to this. Because did you have a conversation before you went to lunch that was like, oh, maybe we shouldn't? You know what? Uh, no. Mm. So if I can defend myself for one fraction of a second, sure. We, sure. we both agreed. Mm. But, uh, but, yeah, like I said, it, my parents, my fault that we were where we were. <laughs> we would have been trapped anyway, though, if we stayed home. Yes. Was it a little bit True frantic enough. at the hospital? Because I know, you know, for Felicity, she would have had her mind uh, occupied, but... I believe in a lot of different places, people were finding it hard to get in. Was there a lot of staff that were sort of trapped and weren't able to get to the hospital? Yeah, look, it was the, it was 2am when we came in, so it was always going to be quiet on the roads and at the hospital, so that was maybe a blessing in disguise. Um, but look, once we made it to the hospital, everything, everything happened pretty quickly. Uh, it was pretty hectic, so... Mm. Um, literally just in time um, for us getting there. And, uh, yeah, look, the hospital's been been fantastic and we're still here now and it's been um, a whirlwind couple of days, but we're all obviously so in love and, and so happy everything worked out the way it did. Yeah, that's good, mate. And your house is all good? You said, um, you know, well, your, your parents went under. Your house, did it get a lot of damage? 
Yeah, no, so we're safe. We're high and dry. The roads, uh, well, until an hour ago, the roads were back open. I'm, <laughs> I'm not sure what the story is there, but um, we'll hopefully be back in our home next week. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, my folks live in an apartment, so their actual their actual house is, is fine up in the air. It's yeah. just uh, access and the basements and the lifts and everything. That'll probably be a fair way off for them. Yeah. Was that Felicity in the background? Yeah, that was that's Felicity in the background. Right, up, you've been talking about checking on little Ann. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> Come back, honey. Good on you. Congratulations, guys. We're glad it all uh, it all went well for you. Thanks, guys. Appreciate getting the chance to tell the story. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. $10,000. You can win it tomorrow morning. Uh, it'll be Friday the 4th of March. Here are three answers for Alpha Bucks. Igloo, ice cream, and Isla Fisher. Mm. She's the new TV show. Does she? Oh, it's Stan. Uh, Wolf like me. Good? Uh, I didn't watch it. She's a werewolf. It'll be Spoiler? Crap. Really? It's called Wolf like me. It's pretty obvious. I didn't know. I thought Wolf was someone who, you know, it could be like a metaphor for something. Mm. I didn't think it was a literal thing. Mm. She's a literal werewolf. werewolf. Okay, That's why cool. they cast her. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, see? Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. The state will self-destruct in five seconds. The force is with you, young Skywalker. Woo! Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. All righty, it's time to play my movie game. Uh, I've got 30 seconds on the clock. I will throw some descriptions of movies at you. You've got to tell me what the movie is. person with the most at the end wins, Matty. You're playing for 100 bucks at Finn McCool's. Ooh. So that's a nice little, uh, little treat for you. Yeah, and playing is Sam from Forest Lake. Morning. Good morning, guys. And Chloe from Ipswich. Is that rain in the background? Is that rain in the background? Yes. Yes. Oh, hey, that's me. (laughs) Hey, Hey, guys. Thanks for persevering, ladies. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we'll go Sam up first. Stav's going to just flip over these cards, uh, explain the movie. If you get the most right, you win. Here we go. I'll set the timer. Now. Uh, Guy runs a factory, has slave labour and kills kids. Makes chocolate. Oh, Willy Wonka and Chocolate That's Street. the one. Uh, groovy, baby, yeah. He's a, that's the one. <laughs> um, uh, big lizard smashing Tokyo. Godzilla. Yeah. Uh, guy has uh, relations with a pastry. Huh? Sorry? <laughs> he lives in America. He has he, he does something to a pie. They're all in high school. Pie. That's the one. Um they were shocking descriptions. Why not she got a lot? How many did she what, get? Slave labour. You, you, and then you threw the in the chocolate. Yes, I know, but you could have threw out chocolate first. Sorry, Sam. I just, you know, that was... <laughs> she got four. You did a great job. She got four? Yeah, but you wouldn't start with slave labour. You'd start with chocolate. My game, my rules. Chloe. <laughs> Never your rules. Good luck. <laughs> All right, Chloe, you ready? you got four. Four is the score to beat. You ready? I'm ready. Okay, here we go. <clears throat> uh, wanted to play hockey, but end up playing golf. Uh, Adam Sandler? Yeah, but what's the movie? Oh, yep. Uh, pass. Okay. Uh, he's a ghost, but he's a really nice guy, uh, and everyone loves him. Casper. That's the one. Really good. Um, <laughs> he's, uh, they saved the world from the scum of the universe. Will Smith. Oh, Aliens, uh, yep, and uh, Men in Black. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, it's uh, green and bouncy, and uh, the guy uses it to play basketball. Oh, that's the one. Uh, uh, the dog dies. Oh! No, the, the dog what? dies. The dog dies. She got three, oh, but is, is, 
Is Sam gone? She has gone, but <laughs> still, still means that you don't get the prize. You have to give it to her. Sorry, Chloe, we have when to call she calls back. back. <laughs> Summer, thank you. Hey, good effort. Stay safe. Is it coming down pretty hard there at Ipswich at the moment? Oh my God, the drive from Ipswich to Hendra has been ridiculous this morning. It's pretty scary seeing how much rain is coming through in this small time frame of yeah. driving. I don't know whether the cell is. I feel like the cell is following me, uh. and I'm just keeping a positive mindset as to that's exactly what it is. But yeah. it's pretty scary after what everyone's been through. If I'm being honest. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Stab Abby and Matt. The flood water is receding, giving way to an army of volunteers swarming through muddy streets to return Brisbane to its beautiful best. We know that people want to help out any way they can. And one thing is donations. People are like, I want to be able to donate. But we think it's really important to let people know what is required rather than just dumping excess stuff, what people need at the moment. From a great charity doing great work, uh, Give It, we're going to talk to Joe Beadle this morning. What is the number one thing people who are in this crisis need right now? It's really hard to say what the number one need is because... Each person's been impacted um, in a different way and it really depends on what that impact is. So we know that in some cases people have lost absolutely everything where others are less impacted. So that's why I would really recommend that people, rather than taking what they think people need to places such as evacuation centres, they go onto our website and they can see exactly what's needed mm-hmm. And um, at the moment, I would suggest that they hold on to those items just for a while so people can get back into their homes yeah. or into alternate accommodation. Yeah, and that's our website you're talking about is giveit, G-I-V-I-T dot org dot A-U. Because everyone is meaning well, but when you get overwhelmed with a lot of donations that I guess people don't need, you're spending so much of your time sorting through it rather than giving it to the people that require it. Yeah, that, that is actually one of the number one problems that you have with donations. People people are well-intended and, um, you know, they mean well and certainly those donations will be needed at a later period of time, but it does put a lot of workload onto people who should, quite honestly, be doing more important things like um, supporting the recovery and still the response stage as we are in at the moment. Mm. Um, that's why, you know, again, I say if they go to our website, not only can they see what's needed, but we also provide the option to donate cash, mm. which is right now the thing that we need most so that we can purchase the items for those in need. And the beauty with Give It is um, 100% of the funds that we receive we spend on the items that are needed. So you're, you don't necessarily give cash to people, um, you know, like GoFundMe and that sort of thing. This is more of you're going to, you know, people who need clothing, who probably need like toiletries. Like a hmm. wedding registrar. Yeah. like <laughs> yeah, That's novel. I've not actually heard it described as that one before. But Wine yeah, glasses. We, more essential, okay? okay. <laughs> yeah, now we're talking. Um, <laughs> You're right. We don't give cash. Um, We are about making sure that people get those material items that they need. Now, having said that, when it comes to things like groceries and clothing, which is such an individual thing, 
we will provide vouchers for that. Yeah, that's a very good point because you give someone, and I don't know, even if you're needy, but you give someone a bag of groceries compared to what they would normally buy, you know, it would, might not be the same thing. Then you've got celiac. It's like getting a, a Christmas kind of hamper thing. where you're like, oh, thankful, thank you, but no, I'm not going to have stuff. Yeah, yeah, fruit loaf for the rest <laughs> of my life. Yeah. Um, it, it is quite incredible when you go every every single person is different in this situation some people had to leave and couldn't get access to their homes at all and they don't have you know the things that you sort of take for granted each morning when you go your toothbrush and mm. your brush and your, your the kids nappies as well like they've completely been without all of it yeah, they are. And quite literally, people have left with just the clothes on their backs in a lot of circumstances. So um, that's why the um, donations of cash in particular now will be able to fund those vouchers, which, as I've already said, it gives them um, some decisions. You know, that's kind of like one of the first steps for people is, oh, look, I'm actually able to control what my recovery is looking like. Mm. So I can go and buy a particular set of curtains mm. as opposed to having used pre-loved ones, which may not be exactly what they're after. Well, uh, it's a great thing that you guys are doing. Um, you're helping out the people here, uh, not just in Brisbane, but all over Queensland. Uh, Joe, thank you for your time this morning. No, thank you, guys. Uh, that is Joe, the National Manager of Give It. Go and check out that website, give it, Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Ridges South Bay. It's refreshingly local and the perfect place to stay and play in Brisbane. Abby's Long Lunch. Long lunches. I used to do them years ago and I want to bring them uh, back and we're going to be going next Friday because I just know the weather's going to be fine uh, at Ridges, which is an amazing place there in South Bank. And if you want to come along, we just want to do something special for all the people that have worked so hard over the last couple of years, mm. the frontline workers, and that's people that have worked in supermarkets, the cleaners, mm-hmm. uh, nurses... Do we want to, if doc, doctors are busy? Yeah. Um, Pharmacy assistants. Yeah. yeah. All sorts of people. Yeah, there's so many people that helped out. And I even say now, like with a lot of the SAS uh, volunteers yeah. as well, if you know one of them has been working so hard and they're going to continue this weekend. SES. Um, what did I say? SAS. Although I would love Please to have Please don't register any of the SAS. Uh, they got paid for it. Nah. Uh, they're fine. If, you, uh, if, you're, if you're on the, the reality SA- show. If you're on the in the SAS forces, yeah. I'd love if to share a steak and have a chat about what you've been uh, but jumping not into. if you're on the reality show. Uh, look, at, you know what, at this stage, I'd take anyone. S-E-S. B105.com.au. <laughs> That's a place to go. Ridges South Bank is refreshingly local and the perfect place to stay and play in Brisbane. Um, Trina joins us this morning. Hi, Trina. Morning. <laughs> Your beautiful daughter, Madison, has nominated you and said that you've worked incredibly hard during COVID. You work as a, uh, a health administrator? Yes. So whereabouts have you been working throughout the last couple of years then? Uh, I've got a, a temp position, so I move around a lot. So I moved, I started at the COVID vaccine clinics mm-hmm. and then I've moved around to the community health centres. So she's saying that there's been a lot of weekends and evening and overtime to make sure that um, you could help out with the shortages of staff. Yeah, especially with the COVID clinics, there was a lot of clinics. Yeah, because everyone wants to do the right thing and stay home when they're sick, but it does mean that the other people that are healthy are yeah. going to be doing extra long hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Get I hope everyone you... vaccinated. Yeah. yeah, I hope you uh, can take some time off and come along with your daughter uh, next Friday for lunch. 
Oh, that'd be lovely. Thank you so much. And even though she nominated you, you don't have to bring her. You can bring her. No, I think she. I think well, that's oh, really? <laughs> Don't get too I'll excited. Bring my other daughter. Yeah, oh. yeah, that'll do oh. it. Oh. <laughs> I see. Thanks, Madison. That's proof. <laughs> yeah. Proof, Trina. There is always truly a favourite when it comes to children. Yes. Yeah, just change the <laughs> Yeah, No, I better not say yes. No. no, no. Trouble. We'll edit yeah. that out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Abby's long lunch, celebrating frontline workers and breaking up families. Oh, just uh, what I asked for. Yeah, good on you, Trina. Thank you so much. Thank nice you. to talk to you this morning. Stab Abby and Matt for breakfast. B105. Come on, Mother Nature. Come on, mate. Let's come on. Come on. What's going on? Something's happened and we just need to play nicely because Queensland does not need more storms. No. Yeah, just uh, went through the city there and I know it's going to be affecting a lot of places. And uh, Jess Millwood, she's doing a great job. All the reporters are doing a great jo- job out in the streets chatting to people. And she's at Auckland Flower and she was there uh, just recently mm. and she was speaking to people in the cleanup. Now, this hasn't been on Channel 9 yet. It's about to. Because we get it an hour, because they've broadcast out of Sydney, we get it an hour later in yeah. Brisbane. Uh, but she was interviewing a, a couple that she had previously, mm-hmm. and they just cleaned up the mess. Mm. And I don't think they realised it was live, mm. or maybe or they... they didn't care. <laughs> maybe that's I don't it. think they cared. Yeah. Uh, we'll go back to you now, Jess. <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. We, we just cleaned. Oh. So <laughs> You've been, excuse the language, but you'll forgive her. You'll forgive her. I mean, I mean, that, that's not bad Is language. It? That's just how we talk here in Brisbane. That's it. That's, yeah. that's just, that's just called English, mate. It's a good way to sum it up, though, isn't it? Yeah. You just cleaned up, and now the storm's coming, mm. and you've got to clean back up again. Yeah. Now, the thing with these storms that's been quite amazing, when they do the TV... There's always a lot of theatre to it. Mm. And one of my favourite things is how they manage to always be broadcasting from in the water. Yep. Like, they could also be doing their crosses from the edge of the water. But mm. nah, you know what? I'm going to take my RMs and jeans and stand smack bang in the water because that adds theatre. You can see here, it's knee deep. <laughs> we'll get out of the lake. <laughs> um, another one that's just done the rounds um, that we found this morning is, this is a woman in Logan chatting to a reporter. Um, and um, he requests her to do something. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. On the lips. There we go. Mm. Oh, <laughs> beautiful. Yahoo! Yeah. Happy flood day. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy flood day. Thank you so Thanks, much. Thanks, Mr. Eel. Release? Yeah, I think so. Okay, be running out of air, I'd imagine. Mm. <laughs> release. <laughs> Happy flood day. Happy <laughs> flood day. Where you go, little fella. That sounds creepy, though, of him. What do you mean? Does it? One hundred percent creepy. Like, kiss, kiss on kiss the lips. It. it sounds like when you're. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. On the lips. There we go. Yeah. On the Sorry, lips. I feel like that's my. Uh, when you're at a bar. Oh yeah, kiss, kiss. We'll get you free drinks. Brisbane wakes up with Staff Abby and Matt on B one hundred and five.